Hey, what is going on, guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to break down the five game NBA main slate on Monday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. Also, make videos for NBA Top Shot and NFL All Day if you're interested in either of those. If you're unable to watch these videos, I also upload an Apple podcast. Link is in the description below. It's called the DK DFS Show. And premium content offered on Patreon.com, guys. NFL and an NBA package cover the main and the showdown slates. I would like to thank the sponsor of the first half of this video, Roast Umber. Guys, Roast Umber is a coffee company located in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and they have some fire, fire coffee. Um, they have regular coffee, decaf, and um, my personal favorite, the Nitro Brew. You can use my discount code DKDFS for 20% off um, your order. And uh, I believe there's still one or two left of if uh, if you order, um, you'll get a free one pound bag of coffee. I believe there's one or two left. Now, the, the, the deal was the first 25 people. But um, yeah, my discount code will be for future orders as well. So you can order multiple uh, times using my code and you get 20% off. Um, so yeah, help me help you. Um, again, if you're a big coffee drinker, uh, try them out. It is fire, fire stuff. And again, it's a known fact that uh, you will tilt less and win more if you drink Roast Dumper. So, all right, guys, let's talk about this five-game slate. I guess really quick, let's look back at mine up here from tonight. So last night, Saturday, went, went like really well for me. I had a great day in NBA, a great day in NFL. And tonight, well, or today, I'm just on full tilt. I'm just on full tilt mode. I mean, okay, so for, I know this is an NBA video, but... Um, I just have to add, like, is Andy Reid serious? He he actually is the Greg Popovich of the NFL. You, you can't trust that guy at all. Um, and then for NBA, well, De'Aaron Fox got ejected. De'Aaron, got, De'Aaron Fox got ejected. And my low-owned Golden State Warriors, random blowout. Um, I would have I cashed in tournaments even with Fox if Golden State didn't get blown out. I had a low-owned Porter. Low again. I go to Andrew Wiggins. Don't even get me started there. I, I it's never. I, I've played him a couple times in my life. Every, there's just no, no, never again. Andrew Wiggins. It, it just unbelievable revenge shame narrative. Um, oh, and then yeah, to top it off, I finally fade Nikola Jokic, uh, and he goes for 132 fancy points tonight. So um, yeah, it was a it was a pretty tilting night because it was off to a really good start. I had a low owned KPJ smashing Christian Wood half the field faded him. Um, Terrence Davis was obviously a must, um, and then yeah, De'Aaron Fox ejection. So uh, again, full tilt mode for me uh, today with NFL. Thank you to Andy Reid, NBA. Thank you to De'Aaron Fox, Andrew Wiggins. Um, but yeah, guys, that is it for the back. Oh, really quick, I want to give a special shout out again to Cam. Uh, this is a couple days ago. He had a massive, massive day. Uh, he turned like about a hundred dollars into I think over five thousand. So one of the nicest guys, uh, and he is in our Discord. So again, congrats again, Cam. So happy for you. And uh, yeah, let's talk about this five gamer. There's actually NBA on all day, which I'm not mad about. We have some early slates, afternoon slate, main slate. Uh, but yeah, this video, guys, we'll be covering uh, the main slate. So start off on the Portland side. Uh, still, obviously, Dame is going to be out for a while. We do have CJ coming back. Um, now, I haven't seen anything on a minutes limit, so we'll have to keep an eye on this. If there's no limitations, then, like, I like CJ at 8-5 because so he probably comes in and plays his 
35 to 38 minutes if he's not limited, and Orlando's not a good defensive team. Uh, but yeah, with CJ back, it takes Anthony Simons out of play for me, who's been playing amazing. But with McCollum back in this lineup, I don't think I can pay 8K for Simons. Nurkic, I think, is still in play for me. Um, I think we get in a competitive game, mid-30s minutes, he can stay out of foul trouble. He fought out last game over 23-14, 2-2. So still has some interest in Nurkic. I don't know if CJ coming back is like a huge downgrade to him. I think it's more of a downgrade to Simons. We also have Norman Powell that might be back too, which would definitely take the likes of like Covington and Little out of play. Um, so yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see you know what Portland does here with the starting lineup. Uh, is there gonna be limitations in guys like CJ or Norman Powell if they play? Like a guy like Ben McElmore, I've been playing him a lot with both McCollum back in this lineup. I would assume what happens is he moves to the bench and they start Simons, uh, CJ, Powell if he plays, like Little and Nurkic. Um, but yeah, Portland is, is tricky because a lot of these guys are priced up. And now you have CJ coming back, who's definitely going to be a high usage player, and possibly Norman Powell as well. So we'll monitor the news there, and we'll keep an eye out to see if there's any limitations as well. On the Orlando Magic side, so uh, this team, I just don't like talking about this team either. A lot of teams I don't like talking about for MBDFS, but yeah, Carter Jr. is already confirmed out. Uh, Cole Anthony, 7-3. I think in a competitive game, we get around 30 minutes. Um, but yeah, the usage hasn't really been great for him last couple of games. And the minutes haven't really been there as well with Jalen Suggs coming back. So a little bit concerning there with Cole Anthony. Franz Wagner at 5'7". I mean, again, it's a good matchup here. We probably see around 30 minutes. But he's been very, very up and down production-wise. Mo Bamba, like, came off the bench and only played. We'll keep an eye on the starting lineup. He starts out of more interest in him. But they this is, like, a weird starting lineup. They have Robin Lopez that played a little bit. They really spread out the minutes last game. I know it was kind of a blowout. Uh, Jalen Suggs at 4.8K. Kind of like the price point in him. I think we're going to get low to mid-20s minutes. I think he's a fair play. Terrence Ross had a really, really bad game last game, but, like, um, he only shot one time, which is, like, what? Like, Terrence Ross is always the guy that comes off the bench and chucks. So, like, I'm not sure what – I didn't watch that game, but, like, I don't think you you will ever see a stat line like that again from Terrence Ross. 23 minutes, 0 for 1 shooting. And, of course, he didn't do anything peripheral stats department because, like, basically the way he gets his fancy points is scoring the ball. So, just a weird one there, but I think he's still playable. Like Chumo Kiki been starting, but like he's been playing like 20 to 25 minutes. So yeah, Orlando's a tricky team. Like Mo Wagner at 3 had a really good game, what, two games ago? He still played 20 minutes last game in Seattle's can partly do the blowout. So like I don't necessarily trust those minutes. RJ Hampton at 3-5, you know, has been playing around 20 minutes. I guess he's a fair salary relief play, but yeah, the Magic, I don't know if there's anything that really stands out. Toronto-Miami, so it's a tough matchup here for the Raptors. But again, the positive with these guys is they're just going to play huge minutes, right? They just run them into the ground. Van Fleet, Siakam both probably play about 40 minutes. 40-plus, uh, actually, last couple last three games for Van Fleet. Um, you know, he does have upside, but at, the, at this price point uh, and this matchup, it doesn't really stand out to me. Kind of the same thing with Siakam. It's annoying he's only center eligible, but he's going to play about 40 minutes. He had a massive game last game, a triple-double. Um, but again, Miami, good defensively. And we do, uh, it's looking like Bam and Abayo is going to come back as well. Um, Scotty Barnes is back. Uh, he's 6.3K. He's kind of been disappointing of late, though. Uh, OG Ananubi should play big minutes, but the price point doesn't stand out to me. You know, Gary Trent will keep behind this. He's questionable. Um, if he misses, and is secure the minutes for the bigs of Achua and Chris Boucher. Um, last game, they started uh, Preston Achua, played him 39 minutes. Now, it is a revenge game narrative. Um, and Miami's a bigger front court, so. So I can see Achua getting, you know, over 20 minutes again. But I don't know if we get 39 minutes from him. So we'll mind the starting lineup, but I could definitely see Achua getting some run. And then uh, Chris Boucher, I mean, he's been really, really productive off the bench. 
no real surprise, right? He's a great fantasy point for a guy when he's on the court. So um, 37, 25, and 36 minutes now, last three games for him. I think he is definitely in play for tournaments. Like if the minutes games are going to continue to be there, then Boucher is the guy I'm going to be interested in. And I'm probably not looking at anyone else here on Toronto. On the Miami side, it's a little bit tricky, right? We have Bam and Abaya most likely back. Lowry's out. Hero's price is up. Again, Bam is back. Jimmy's price came down a little bit. I think Jimmy stands, stands out the most to me at sub-9K price point. Uh, no Kyle Lowry. He'll probably do more of the ball handling. Um, I think we get mid-30s minutes from Jimmy Butler. So he's probably the guy I feel the best about. Now, Bam and Abaya, first game back in a long time. It's just a thumb injury. So we'll see if it like he's going to be limited at all. I would guess there's no limitations, but... You never know. So uh, keep an eye on the news here for Bam and Abayo. Again, kind of like the Portland guys, we'll, um, we'll see if there's limitations. Um, if they end up sitting Bam and Abayo on this game, then you can look to Yurt7, who has still been getting it done in limited action. I and mean, he's just been phenomenal. Uh, again, great, great point for a guy. So we'll have a little bit of interest there. And with no Lowry, I think Hero is fine. Uh, the only issue is his price is, is up, right? 7.5 is not like we're getting him at a super cheap price point. But he'll do some of the ball handling as well with Kyle Lowry out. As far as the value goes, Gabe Vincent's base been out of the rotation. Not a lot that stands out to me. Martin's minutes been trending down, even though they good game last game. Uh, PJ Tucker, 4-4, we probably get around 30 minutes from him. I guess he's probably your safest bet. I mean, PJ Tucker actually has been having a pretty good uh, fantasy year. Like, he's been producing at a much higher rate this year. Um, and then, like, the likes of, like, Max Struss and Duncan Robinson – it's basically the Spider-Man Jeff with these two players. They're the same. You know, they have to hit shots to get value. Duncan's really been struggling shooting the ball. Um, and, yeah, that's it for Miami. Let's move on to OKC and Dallas. So, Shea Gildas-Alexander, 8.2K. I do think stands out. We should get, you know, mid-30s minutes from him. Um, 49, 65, and 41 fantasy points out in the last three games. So, I like SGA. Again, he's um he's been having a really strong week this week josh giddy at 7-1 kind of just indifferent on him minutes wise we probably see around 30 um uh, but he definitely takes a little bit of back seat when sga is uh healthy lou door to 5-3 another play i'm just like fine with we probably see low 30s minutes from him and probably somewhere around 20 to 25 fantasy points the rest of this thunder roster again if you guys have been watching my videos by now this year you know my feelings on these guys i think basely's been playing well of late he's fine for gpps the minutes are not secure for him at all JRE, again, a couple games ago, I played him. He had one fancy point at half, um, but the minutes have been pretty secure for him, 26, 28, 24, and 27. So he's a fair value play. It's nice that he has a power forward eligibility. The, the minutes are way down in Wiggins. Like, Favors and Muscala will play a little bit, but I don't think it's enough for me to, to go to either of them. Um, and that's really it for the Thunder. So let's move on to the uh, Dallas Mavericks. Luka Doncic at 10.7K. I think makes her a pretty good play here at the top. In a competitive game, we should see mid-30s Mets. Back-to-back games where there's been blowouts. So, uh, yeah, Thunder not great defensively. I do like Luka. Um, Porzingis, we'll keep an eye on the minutes or on the news here for him. I know they kind of limited his minutes in his first game uh, back in about a couple weeks. So if there's no limitations, uh, then I would like Porzingis. If he's going to be limited again, then uh, more of a secondary option for me. Brunson, a little bit too pricey with both Luka and Porzingis healthy. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., 5K. We probably see the neighborhood of mid-20s minutes from him. He's always fine for tournaments. Does have upside if he can knock down his shots. Um, yeah, Dorian Finney-Smith, again, the minutes will be there, but he's a low-usage guy. Clevo with Porzingis back, not really interested there. Dwight Powell's 3-6. I mean, we probably get close to 20 minutes from him. I guess he's an okay value. Uh, but yeah, not much else I'm really looking to on the Dallas side. Phoenix and San Antonio. So, uh, news-wise, DeAndre Ayton left the game uh, today and did not return. Or was it yesterday? I'm, I'm already losing my mind. Was that yesterday? Yeah, it was, it was the game today um, and did not return. And Cam Johnson also questionable. So, start with the two guards and Booker and Chris Paul. I like the matchup here. 
The price has come down a little bit on Devin Booker. Now, he has a little more upside, I think, than Chris Paul, but also a little bit of lower floor because he's not going to do as much of the peripheral stats. But again, I like the spot for him. And then Chris Paul, more of your safer play, a guy that has a little bit of a higher floor. Um, so yeah, Evans and both the Phoenix guards. And then DeAndre Aiden's status up in the air. If he can't go, um, JaVel McGee is going to look really good, assuming that he starts at 3.7K. Now, I don't know what the minute's going to be like for McGee because they have Jalen Smith that obviously can play the back of five. They also have Biombo, so they could technically run like a three-headed monster center rotation, which would kind of hurt everyone. But even so, like even if McGee starts and only plays like 15 to 20 minutes, I still think he makes her a good value. So yeah, McGee would look really, really good. My guess is Jalen Smith would get the back of five run and he would be a fair value as well. He also has power forward eligibility, which is nice. Um, and then maybe you see a little bit of Bismack Biombo. Um, again, not a bad point for a guy, but I would I would assume for sure if Aiden's out that McGee starts, Smith plays the backup, and you maybe get a little bit of run for a guy like Biombo. Um, if Cam Johnson's out, you know, the minutes are going to be pretty secure for a guy like Jay Crowder, who uh, played 31 minutes last game, 23 in a blowout, 35 in that game against Toronto, 31 was also a blowout too. But I think we get mid-30s minutes from him if the game stays close. So would like some Jay Crowder if Cam Johnson is out. Um, other than that, probably not much else. I mean, campaign's 4.3K. I think, you know, we probably get around 20 minutes from him. He's a fair tournament play. I don't know if I can stomach a guy like Landry Shamit, who has been getting minutes, but just not a good point from a guy at all. Uh, so let's move on to the Spurs. And Spurs are a team that's basically fully healthy now. So DeJounte Murray, 10K, still has some interest in him. Derek White coming back does hurt him a little bit. But I think we get, you know, 35 to 38 minutes from him. And he has been playing really, really well this year. So still has some interest in Murray. Uh, Pearls at 6'6", missed the game last game, but... He's back for this one, so I think we probably get low 30s minutes, which makes him a fair play in the mid-range. Derek White in his first game back, um, they limit his minutes 25. We'll see if there's any limitations on him for this game. If there's not, I think he's a decent option in the mid-range. And then it's just hard to feel good about anyone else. The likes of Keldon, Vassell, Lonnie Walker, Bates Diop, McDermott. Like These are all guys, sure, you can take shots on a large field tournaments, but um, you know there's nothing that stands out there. And finally, Utah and the Lakers. So... Pretty good matchup here for the Utah Jazz. Don Mitchell, 9K, I think makes for one of the better spin-ups in the slate. We probably get mid-30s minutes from him. And again, this is one of the best possible spots. Rudy Gobert, uh, Lakers have been, again, awful in the defensive end. We should get 35-ish minutes from Gobert. So I think he makes for a pretty safe play. And then the rest of the Jazz, like guys like Conley, Bogdanovich, Clarkson, O'Neal, I think are fine secondary plays. I don't know if there's one guy that really stands out here. Um, Rudy Gay with a uh, white side out has been getting some of the backup five run and he's only 4.3 K. So then we get around 20 minutes from him, which makes him a fair value. Um, Ingles probably gets around low twenties minutes. Again, he's also playable because the matchup. So, yeah, I mean, the secondary guys, uh, secondary options here for the jazz are all decent. Um, but there's no standout there. And finally the LA Lakers. So, um, the jazz actually haven't been the same team, like defensive team as of, uh, previous years, like. I think we all have in our minds, like, oh, we see Utah. We know, like, they're one of the best defensive teams. But they've kind of been, like, average defensively. So, um, yeah, Anthony Davis, obviously, still. LeBron James at 10-9. I don't like that he's only center eligible. I do like he's just doing everything right now for this offense. So, uh, I think LeBron's a very, very safe spend-up as long as this game stays competitive. Westbrook, 9-4, uh, still not cheap enough for me to go to him. The minutes have been trending down a bit, and production's just been way, way down. Malik Monk's been their second-best player. He's sub-6K. I think he's a decent uh, GPP play. Carmelo's questionable. Uh, we'll see if he's if he can give it a go. If not, there's more minutes for some of those wings. Um, THT, 4K. Again, it's kind of been disappointing of late. Um, now, one value play I am interested in if he starts, and I would assume he does. He started last game against Denver because they – 
um, needed a big to defend Jokic is Dwight Howard. And this is a big front court for Utah, right, with Rudy Gobert. So I don't know if the Lakers want to start LeBron James on Gobert. So maybe Dwight Howard starts, and if he does, I like him for Valley here at 3.3. And then, like, yeah, you can take shots like Reeves, Bradley, Ariza, and GPPs, but um, no one I really feel good about for Lakers value. So, yeah, guys, that will do it for the video today. If you haven't enjoyed the content, again, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. We'd really, really appreciate that, guys. Thanks again. Have a great night, and I'll see you guys all in the next video.